Welcome to Arcade Attack. Player one, please press start. Gentlemen, start your engines. Player two has now entered the game. Player three, choose your weapon. Listeners, welcome to another Arcade Attack podcast. My name is Dylan. I am joined today by Rob. Hey. Keith. Hello. And Adrian Wallet Esquire. <laughs> In the house. In the house. I have a tale today that has been told many a time. Did you like that? Yeah. Didn't even see that, did you? It was, it was Ninja. That was Ninja. <laughs> ninja Pum. Picture the scene. It's 1993. You've had some of the best years that video gaming has to give. Oh, yeah. Sonics. Ah, Mario. <gasps> oh, yeah. Mario Kart. Yeah. Mm, Mario Kart, released end of 92. Streets of Rage 2. Oh, yeah. Now we're You're talking. on a high. Now we're talking. Sega and Nintendo were pretty much pummeling each other to death. <laughs> Console Wars, great time. Mm-hmm. So if you're a third-party developer, mm, maybe someone like... Acclaim or someone like that. What would be Accolade. your... Well... <laughs> kind of ruined my point, but I'll carry on. <laughs> we'll get an edit. What? Hashtag edit. No, it's okay. We'll leave it in. Because what would your idea be to try and break that, that sort of that stranglehold, that kind of stronghold that, that Sega and Nintendo have? Keith, I'm going to ask you first. Um, you're, you are head honcho of... Keith Enterprises. <laughs> I am, yeah. You've got a team of, I want to say, talented developers. Mm. What do you do? What do I do? Mm. What type of game do you make is the first thing? Maybe a platform game? A platform game? Mm. Oh, I would have said like a shoot 'em up or something. <laughs> but yeah, platform game. Okay, I'm going to let you run with it. Okay, platform game. So you need a, you need kind of a protagonist, don't you? You do need a protagonist, yeah. Rob, Rob wants to chip in with something. Go on. Go on, Rob. I think Mario and Sonic are such incredibly popular characters. The only way you could really usurp them for a platform or any kind of game would be to come up with a character that's so incredibly cool and charismatic it makes both of them look terrible. <laughs> so that if you have video game magazines, children are sending in pictures of your character chainsawing or, destro- or you know, eviscerating <laughs> Mario and Sonic. Well, that's it, because, you know, kids were busy drawing, like... Um, Sonic chopping off Mario's mm. head and stuff. So, yeah, you'd need some kind of strong, charismatic kind of mm. character. So, Is that a word again? What would you, you know, what would be your go-to kind of thing? 
Well, um, you know, animal, man, man, animal, man, man, man animal, man, animal, man, animal, <laughs> animal. Che- cheetah man, <laughs> a cheetah man, cheetah, cheetah man. We've cheetah done man. that, but we we spoke, didn't we? Remember the BJ West? We spoke about black eyed white noise, and they are looking for that new platform. Oh, the new mascot, mascot, weren't they? When what they year were... was that? Sorry, what year was that, Trevor McFur? Well, that was not a platform, was it? To be fair, no. But what was the what was that year? Ninety-five. Uh, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, very early. Jack. Ninety-five. Yeah. Man, this was this thing that I'm going to talk about. There was just you know they actually kind of ripped it off in a way. Wow, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like you said. This is 1993. So, well, I'll let you. You know, <laughs> well, you've got plumber, you've got hedgehog, mm. manimal, manimal. You need an anthropomorphic bobcat. Of course, that's what you need. Of course, that is what you need. Um, um, anthropom- For those who don't know what that word means, it means humanesque, essentially. Yes. So, yeah. humanesque bobcat. What could you call said humanesque well, bobcat? Adrian Bob is quite a good name for a bobcat. Bob the bobcat. Bob bobcat. Bob the bobcat. Mm, kind of unoriginal. Yeah. Wasn't it like Bob, but not quite like Bob? Yeah. like Bob, but not. Bob. Bob Zoolander. So, he'd be Bob. <laughs> Bob Z. Bob Z. Bob Z. Bob Z sounds good. You've got, you've got the you've got the start. You've got the makings of a of a good name there. <laughs> no people are listening to this rolling their eyes. <laughs> but why a bobcat? Why a, why not a bobcat? Yeah, yeah, Rob. Why not? Yeah. What, what other kind of cat? Yeah. Yeah, Little cat. Yeah, Rob. You can't have a cheetah. Well, character. it's interesting because Sonic is a hedgehog, and hedgehogs, while spiky, are quite slow. Sonic is the not op- blue. So Sonic is the opposite of like he behaves in the opposite of way you would expect a hedgehog to behave. Right. Zool is some is someone who behaves completely the opposite of how we expect an ant to behave. Well, I, an <laughs> you ant. Zool. He's not Zool an ant. is not an ant. You fell right into my trap. <laughs> he's, he's an ambassador that looks after ants. Isn't he? He's an ambassador who looks after ants, Adrian. <laughs> we've read, we've he's read an, the PR He's release. an alien, fine. Sure, she's an ant. <laughs> so does that mean the ants are made in Zool's image? Is there like a religious undertone to Zool? Yes, there is. <laughs> Read okay. the book, call Zool, you'll anyway, find out. <laughs> my point is that a bobcat is like a vicious, aggressive creature. Right. And where's they're going the other way. They want something that embodies... Yeah, so, well, you'd say that a bobcat isn't very charismatic. No. So you'd say, and he's, they're not really heroes, are they? No. No. They look after themselves, I think. So you need someone who's a charismatic hero. Actually, a a self-proclaimed charismatic hero. Who continually (laughs) self-proclaims. Continually (laughs) self-proclaims how much of a hero he is. Yeah. Enter Bubsy. I just said it. <gasps> How dare you? I just went and said it. You're you're looking really confused, but I just said it. Created by Michael Berlin. Thanks, Mike. Cheers, thanks Mike. A, thanks a lot for this podcast. Um, and of course, every protagonist has to have a catchphrase. And there's only one man I know who can repeat said catchphrase. Rob, do it. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Did you actually do the voice? I think you did, didn't you? You're not just not telling us. There's no way I could get it as annoying as the real voice. <laughs> so what I wanted to chat to, uh, about today was a bit of a history about the games. Um, there's actually, I want to say, five games in total. Oh, no, no, no. There aren't five yet. There's six. Everything. Well, there's oh. a sixth on the horizon. So, yeah, because you can never have enough Bubsy. Mm-hmm. 
So, <laughs> yes, Keith. Keith's been so, looking forward to this podcast for ages, uh, hasn't he? Oh, man. He loves you so much. You really don't want to see my four pages of notes, listen. Oh, <laughs> Let's just get on with it. Let's get on with it. Right, okay. So, Bubsy in Claws Encounters of the Third Kind. Actually, to be fair, I give them props for that. Give I them do, props I, I for that. I quite like that. I do quite Give like them that. props for that. Uh, was actually re- released throughout 1993 mm. uh, on 16-bit platforms and Windows. All, all you lucky PC gamers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. They, they didn't want you to miss out. Um, and actually... I had an Amiga 1200 at the time that um, this was going on. Uh, if ever, if ever, uh, any of you have heard of a game called Oscar? Oh yeah, yeah. It's pretty much a rip. I played that Oscar, yeah. It's pretty much a rip off of Bubsy, but yeah. with but with movie overtones and tries to show off the A1200's AGA capability. That's quite a big title for the 1200, isn't it? It came with the desktop Dynamite package. Which oh, I remember, I actually yeah. Had. No, that's good. But um, yeah, that is. If you if you ever get tired of Bubsy, go and play Oscar. Tell him, <laughs> tell him I sent you. Right. So it was originally, it was originally actually meant to be released in '92. So it could have joined the echelons of <laughs> Sonic Mario Kart, <laughs> Sonic Two, and, um, Bubsy. They just wanted to make the game perfect. So they, that was a not that's a bad pun, but they wanted to polish it up properly. Perfect. That is a pun that will be used multiple times <laughs> throughout all of these games. Um, but yeah, so it was originally meant to be released in '92. Uh, a contract wrangle between Sega and Rob mentioned them earlier Accolade thanks Accolade so created by Accolade Michael Berlin Um, Keith Hmm. am I a fan of Accolade? Mm, not generally no Um, you can put them in the same uh, same category (laughs) as Acclaim and Flying Edge edge. (laughs) (laughs) so Accolade alright Game Pro actually Game Pro um I think they're an American magazine, aren't they? Mm. Covered uh, the initial stages of the game in July 92. So they were really pretty hyped about this game. They had like the sketches and everything. If you have a look at the, the article PDF online, it's actually quite interesting. It sort of builds it up as the, you know, the next Sonic, mm. the next Mario. That's clearly what the developers had in of mind course. anyway. So what is Bubsy? So for those of you who haven't played Bubsy... You lucky people. You lucky people. It's a platformer which it, which I think is a mashup of Mario and Sonic. How can it go? Yeah, you yeah know, pretty much. How could anything possibly go wrong with that? <laughs> you know, it's not how you say it. <laughs> I know, I know, and I did that on purpose. Well, it's the best of both worlds, isn't it? Yeah, you get the best of both worlds. To, to conjure up the true spirit of Bubsy, we would have to say that every five minutes. Oh dear. Right, okay. Well, At most. <laughs> so Mario Sonic, which is it more like? <laughs> do you think? Boys, hmm. Sonic. Yeah, it's fast like Sonic. Yeah. It's more like Sonic. The right decision, given uh, yeah. some aspects of the game? No? Yes, no? Yeah, yeah because so. they're both animals. They've both got that kind of cool attitude. Mm, okay. Arguably, mm. you could argue. Interesting. Yeah, you Interesting. would need it to be fast. I think Sonic kind of changed the game in terms of platformers mm. at that point. You could argue it's more like Zord, if anything. I don't you know... It's always kind Thanks of for stamping on another point I was going to make later. <laughs> hey, you have four pages of notes. I have four pages yeah. of notes, and like I was always going to mention Zool, but I'll come back to Zool later anyway. <laughs> so, right, so every character needs a nemesis, don't they? So Sonic True. had... Dr. Robotnik. Oosh. Dr. Mario Dr. had... Bowser. Bowser, thanks. <laughs> Boom. Uh, <laughs> I was going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Bubsy has... 
a big furball, I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, okay. furballs are, well, <laughs> I suppose they are the nemesis of cats. <laughs> a, uh, a dog, it's no, got to be a dog. loves... Yeah, let me yeah let me Balls. rephrase it a different way then. Mm. What does Bubsy love? What do cats love to play with? Uh, uh, mm. Balls Stam- of wool. Jumping on your face when you're asleep. Um, <laughs> jumping on your face when you're asleep. Killing smaller animals. Killing smaller animals. Keith actually said it there. Repeat it for the audience, please. Balls Keith. of wool. <laughs> uh, that's Bob. That's balls of wool. Balls <laughs> of wool. Or yarn. Or yarn. If you were to yes, say because yarn. for balls our American listeners, yeah. So, balls of yarn. So, not who, balls of yawn. <laughs> no, no. So, he wants to get the yarn. Mm. But someone has to try and take the yarn. I mean, there has to be some kind of plot to this whole thing. Yeah. So, who could you... Who, what, what would you name <clears throat> bad guys who are trying to take all the yarn? Well, yarn would originally come from a sheep, I assume. So I'm assume maybe it's a killer sheep that wants the yarn. Maybe. The yarn. Would you call them yarnies? Maybe. Maybe you'd call them... Woolies. <laughs> <laughs> so, is this just a derogatory term for the aliens, or are they actually called woolies? And by actually coincidence, it's a, that same thing thereafter is called wool on Earth. I hate to say that they're actually called woolies. That is not a derogatory term. They've come up <laughs> later. They actually want to be known as woolies. It's a coincidence, Rob. These things happen. Yeah. It sounds like a racist term. That's mm. what I'm saying. Well, contrary, um, and also contrary to popular belief, nothing to do with Woolworths. I'll just clear that up now. <laughs> popular belief. If you could go back in time and you were the managing director, marketing director of Woolworths, and you were given the opportunity to have Bubsy as your main, would you have him? mascot? Mascot. Oh, um, is it for free? Or do I have to pay for it? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. If I could, I ain't paying. It's free, but Bubsy has to have a whole stand of games. In if I could think times. of, if I could think of one mascot that wouldn't, that designed to be appealed to Woolworths. Um, customer base of elderly people, it would not be Bobsy. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, okay, well, we're, we're kind of skidding around it, but I'll get up to the point. What do you think the Woolies look like? They're Generic woolies. video game aliens. Generic, yeah, Pretty much. yeah, yeah, but they have a certain, there's a certain twist with the Woolies. So aliens. <sighs> Mostly they have pretty much maybe the same amount of limbs as us or maybe even more. Hmm. Uh, what do you think that uh, how many limbs do you think the woolies have? Eight, <clears throat> like a spider. Eight, yeah, they could be spider type things. That could work, but no, no less. Uh, one, more, <laughs> <laughs> three, less. <laughs> Two. <laughs> what? They're essentially, or if they if they have arms, they're very small because yeah, I've never just... been able to see them. <laughs> they they're they're armless aliens that spit at you. They, I don't know. I don't know what they need the they spit the yarn for. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they just kind of. Spit what is the you top of their head like? It looks a bit like a bunny. They're like alien type bunny things. Okay, so it's like could look like a tree. Could look like something ruder. <laughs> they do not. They do not have bunnies, Rob. Okay. okay. <laughs> right. So you've got your protagonist. Yeah. yeah. You've got your elixir mm. for Bubsy. You've got your bad guys. Is there a main bad guy? Like a boss bad guy? Yeah, I forget what they called it. They've kind of erased it from my memory. <laughs> yeah. enough, there are like two main woolies and they're called Melon Sue or something. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get recommissioned for the latest series. They, no, no, they didn't. No. Um, so, uh, first, first Bubsy game. I'm going to put it out to the, 
to the table, as it were. Uh, what are your favourite things about the first <laughs> Bubsy game? And I know you've all played. I know you've all played it. So, what are your favourite? Okay, my favourite. It's it's a nice looking game. Mm. It does look nice, it doesn't it? It's it, colourful. I like the size. Of, you know, he's yep. got a bigger sprite than usual for those kind of games. Yep. I think he's animated quite nicely. Yeah. So, if I had to be nice, I would say that it is a nice looking game, even yeah. now actually. Yeah. So, there's that. Yeah. Adrian, I I, I think the graphics stood out quite well at the time. Mm. I for a 16-bit game it looked pretty good. Yeah, no, I it actually rivaled kind of A1200 stuff, I think. Yeah. If you're going to go to that kind of colorful, that kind of palette, even it looks colorful on a Mega Drive. It does. Which is was tricky. Yeah, I mm. think actually, yeah, I think for a platformer, it, it no, it was it was up there mm. looks wise actually. Rob I think if you ignore the level design, the gameplay in terms of like kind of the actual speed of the character and him being able to float and glide, I guess like Would you, you know, stop stamping Mario on my later points? Spill. We're talking about the things you like about the game. Rob. Yeah, no, I'm saying like that is it's not a bad kind of idea for the, gl- yeah, the gliding. Kind of mm. Yeah, the gliding. Okay, in itself. So we've got colourfulness. We've got gliding. I'd add animation of the main sprite. Yeah, and it's actually. We joked about it earlier, but there's actually quite a lot of humour in the way that he kind of goes about his business and dies a lot, and that's that's quite it's quite humorous, isn't it? I do enjoy the way he drowns. <laughs> don't we? All? I don't mean that in yeah. I mean I hate him, but <laughs> I mean the little pirate hat and the flag as he goes down. Yeah. That's the you know that's, you know, that's pretty funny. Mm. Uh, so accolade wanted a guy with charisma. Come on, yeah. I give, know. give him this. There's yeah, something okay. on the way to. There's something on the way to charisma there. Uh, and yeah, so they don't want someone who, who would blow like Mario and Sonic out of the water. But as you just mentioned, there, Bubsy doesn't like water. Bubsy, yeah, which is actually given the kudos, they actually stay true to the animal. Mm-hmm. Whereas hedgehogs don't like going fast. Sonic went fast. Not hedgehogs might like going fast. They just can't. Have you spoken to a hedgehog? Have you? Yeah. Oh. My, yeah, my mate Dave down the road. Dave Hedgehog. Dave Hedgehog. We always talk to Dave Hedgehog. British listeners I never appreciate thought get that. A bottom Our references. listeners are angry he's not on the podcast right now, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave uh, Hedgehog. <laughs> um, YouTube Dave Hedgehog bottom, and then you'll see what I mean. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He doesn't like to go fast. So that's that's true. Okay. Sega weren't true to the animal. All right, fine. Whereas Accolade are being true to the animal. Yeah, okay. So Sega were wrong. Well, relatively yeah. true. Well, I don't, yeah, relatively no. true. Bobcats right. don't usually mm-hmm. wear t-shirts. Yeah, I don't think Bobsy's lifestyle is emblematic of the typical Bobcat. Anthropomorphic Bobcat, Rob. Okay. Yeah. Anthropomorphic. Well, we I need other examples to compare them to. Anthropomorphic. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, I was doing a little bit of research, <coughs> looking at Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> as to what kind of critical reception mm. uh, the game got. So, my only theory is that Accolade must have bribed magazines mm. because we've got Electronic Gaming Monthly gave the SNES version an 8 out of 10. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Nintendo Power gave it 72.5, which is, again, very, <clears throat> very specific. specific yeah. <laughs> uh, GamePro, mentioned earlier, 
gave it a maximum five out of five. Wow! wow. So yeah. proving that if you give someone media access at the beginning, they'll go all out to praise something. Yeah, absolutely. What is, what is, yeah. That's www.arcadeattack.co.uk. <laughs> That's the only number we want to hear. I actually remember. Give us your early access. I actually remember the first Bubsy coming out, and I used to buy a lot of games magazines at the time. I remember being a solid seven, like seventy percent, give yeah. or take. Mm-hmm. You know, but there was there was a lot of hype around it. But I think people were like, "Yeah, it's okay, but it's not all that." GamePro didn't stop there, Rob. <laughs> I gave, even remember GamePro. They gave the Mega Drive version a five out of five they? as well. Mm. Mm. Right, uh, <laughs> I haven't heard Game Fan, but four of their reviewers out of hundred gave it 87, 80, 81, and eighty-four out of a hundred, and. Um, the magazine uh, gave Bubsy best new character for 1993. Wow. Where the hell were the other characters in 1993? <laughs> and also, 1993 was a pretty good like year for characters. You have Sparkster from Rock and Iron yeah. yep. You have Cool Spot. Cool Spot. You have... Um, uh, from does, does Aladdin count? I don't yeah, think it might have been... Was it 93? Mm, it was, was it? Might have been a little bit later. Uh, that was 94. Oh, maybe borderline, that is, I think. Google it. Plus Dylan's favourite, Conrad Hart. Ah, yeah, Conrad Hart. Mm. How about Arrow the Acrobat? <laughs> Stop making my face do this. Jarrah. That's like a Rollo to the Rescue level. Oh, awesome, awesome possum. Oh, come on, you know, we've, so they've given us their scores. <laughs> Why don't we go around the table then and I'll see what you guys give the first Bubsy game. Ooh. So, Keith. The first Bubsy game. First Bubsy game. Being completely impartial. Mm. Out of my shit. Out of 100 point something because we like to compare it Should to give it a point. Okay. It's, got a point. Uh, it's got to have a point. 65 point Seven. Oh wow, that's okay. All right, Rob. Uh, I'd say about sixty-five as well. Like it's point, point <laughs> zero. What? There's the point though. He's got away on the technicality, but yeah, I, I'm going to give it a bit higher because I think you know it's not a bad little platformer. To be fair, I'm going to give it seventy-one point two. There you go. Seventy-one point two. Yeah, I'd give it fifty-nine point nine. You can tell the Bubsy fan is around here. I'll take over, I think. There we go. Yeah, you guys can do the podcast. Dylan right? is dropping like a point one, just to spike Bubsy. Yep. Well, just to <laughs> <laughs> No, not you. Um, okay, <laughs> right. So, we've talked about what we like about the game. Why don't we talk about what we don't like about the game? So why do you give it like, you know, under 70%? What, what you know, Keith, what, what kind of makes it not Bubsy great? himself. <laughs> Bubsy himself. Mm. Ooh. Okay, that's controversial. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a fan of the Bobcat, then? I'm not a fan of him. Or his, his attitude, or the way he carries on. Oh. Mm-hmm. His incessant rantings at the start of every level. Okay, yeah, alright, that's a good one. <laughs> Rob, something you don't like about Bubsy? Um, I hinted it earlier on, but I don't like the level design. The levels are too big. And also, the enemies are just, they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Mm, they like, just kind of waddle along. And... Yeah, yeah, just yeah. it's too much. It just gets boring. Yep, good. Adrian? Well, I found it difficult. Maybe I'm just bad at... I think I'm bad at platformers. I found it very hard. Mm. Um, I think the character tries too hard. It's like that Poochie character in The Simpsons. They almost make him try too hard, I think, to be cool. I'm just going to let you do the podcast, I think. Why? Have I started <laughs> to I think we're all going to get on to Poochie later on. So. Oh, okay. We like, we like Poochie. It oh. starts off well... <laughs> But then it just doesn't. It doesn't build on it. You think, okay, it looks nice. This could be good. Yeah. But it's just it's repetitive. The right. level design isn't very inspired. And just... I'm going to tell you what what I think, Ooh. and then you guys can chip in or okay. shut up. Uh, so 
difficulty curve Adrian yeah. picked up on it. You have nine lives, but... Ah, that's clever. You, but Oh, it's really clever, yeah, I know. Um, really hard to think of as well. Yeah. Right, one hit and you're dead. Yeah, I know. Bang and you're dead. Because in Sonic you've got the rings, mm-hmm. and if you're married you've got the, the power-ups. That's yeah. good, it gives you that sort of... The yarn, the yarn slash wool has oh. no point to yeah. it. You just kind of collect it for yeah. no reason, and it doesn't spring up. They could have easily, you know, Sega weren't going to, um, you know... Sue them for having a thing that when you get hit, you, all the yarns come out of you. There was a reason you were collecting it. It was because the aliens were after it. For rather, s- rather you have it than so them. Bubsy must have all the yarn. Do you know what? Credit to Bubsy more then because he is quite selfless, wasn't he? He got no real benefit collecting the wool. No, isn't the plot of the game that the yeah. aliens have come to take the the wool away? The, yeah, the Earth's wool collect yeah. wool away, and Bubsy has the world's biggest collection of wool slash yarn. And so he's very concerned about this. He stockpiled it for the Earth. So fair play to him. I've got. We don't know that. He might be doing it for selfish reasons. No, I don't know. But, uh, he's a hero, though, Keith. Yeah, Keith. He's it's a says, hero. He says he's a hero. Yeah, he says he's it's a hero. It's sounding more, more like Bubsy is like basically the wall version of Bono. Explains <laughs> 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 Bono. Basically, someone who keeps telling everyone what a hero he is. And yeah. who is meant to do lots for charity, but is really just accumulating stuff for himself. <laughs> I'm going to defend Bubsy right now. I don't think he is selfish. I think he's a good guy deep down. Okay, well, that's one person behind him. <laughs> well, wait till we get to the Bubsy cartoon. And... and yeah, Rob. So other things I don't like about Bubsy, just to round it up, because you guys have said... Actually, Adrian, did you say what things you don't like about Bubsy? Adrian loves Bubsy. No, but... What the thing does right, Adrian well, not like about Bubsy? I spoke earlier about the difficulty curve. I just found it a bit too hard for me. That was it. Yeah. Ah, yeah, of course it was. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing you don't like about it. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, difficulty curve, too steep. The nine lives thing. You get hit You get hit one time. Yeah, I don't like that bit as well. I think you can, And there's not enough checkpoints in level, I think, is there? No, but they don't work sometimes. Yeah. Have you found this? Have you guys found this when playing it? I've played it very recently, mm, though. I'm not sure. I haven't really played Bubsy that much. Because you just don't want to subject yourself to that, and that's fine. We accept that. <laughs> um, yeah, the the level design, as you said, Rob, is horrendous. It's you know from from one bit in the first level, it looks like you're going up like kind of San Francisco esque kind of hills with all the houses and everything, and then next you're on a water slide. You know, it just it all mm. kind of, and then you're down, and then you're kind of in a in like a cave type yep. thing. It's it's curious, isn't it? It's like as if yeah. they got. Put th- uh, what what are my favourite things about le- a level? And let's just put them in, in that order, you know? Yeah, let's just like, stick them in there. It was like a brainstorm, <clears throat> wasn't it? Mm. Also, like, because it's the first level of the game, there has to be grass. Every first level of a game post-Sonic yeah, has be, to be like a grass be level. Yeah. yeah, grass that level. That is the law of a platformer. Mm. You have to have grass. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, you know. Yeah, it's the law. But, you know, grass is a precious thing. I, I'd quite like to have some. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'd love some grass. <clears throat> yeah. Um, okay, so innocuous things can kill you. That's another great thing mm. about Bubsy, not. Uh, so, you know, a bubblegum machine. A lovely bubblegum machine. I'm going to get some bubblegum. <laughs> that will, that will you know, give me the boost. Mm. The boost I need to do the rest of the level. No, it'll kill you. Thanks. <laughs> and there's no, yeah, there's just, it's, it's the opposite of subtle. Yeah. Isn't it? In everything, in every sense, it's the it's okay. You could say it's colourful. People who don't like colours <clears throat> would say it's garish, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't they? Mm. It's just so obvious, Bubsy, the obvious Bobcat.
Yeah. You can laugh out loud, Keith, please, for the for the benefit of being. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think the physics are bad, and I've played a lot of platformers. I think it doesn't. It feels kind of kind of floaty, especially yeah. when <laughs> especially when you um, Bubsy has this. Uh, he has he has a need for speed, mm, like Sonic. Does, doesn't yeah. he? he has a need. He for wants speed. to go fast. Yeah, but he re- you really have to kind of hold him back, mm. well, like a certain other character. A certain other character, Adrian, a ninja from the nth, ninth, nth, nth, nth dimension. Of course, I want to say it's the nth dimension. It's the third time he's been mentioned in this podcast. Oh, he's 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 <coughs> racking up the royalties, isn't he? Is. We can't. We won't, later, actually. we won't be able to afford it at this rate. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that that coupled with the fact that you can actually take off pretty much if you if you get up a bit of a li- a little bit of a run at, at the at the beginning of the level and then jump innocuous jump you die because obviously you've fallen <laughs> from like three or four stories. That's true. It's just you know how it's it's mind scratchingly. Mm. Not I don't want to say awful. It's like mind scratchingly frustrating. Frustrating. Yeah. But you can glide yeah. to your death. To be fair. You can get what? You can glide, can't you, in Bubsy? Oh yeah, you can glide actually. You just fall in really fast, I suppose. Just like Mario Three. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, like Mario Three. Yeah, true. So you know, with Zool, you have a, <laughs> you have a, you have an ant out of control, and then with this, you have an out of control Bobcat. It's alien slash. Sorry, yeah. Zool Zool slash the alien. <laughs> yeah. is actually, an ant. Um, yeah, the, the, like the, the spawn points really don't work. And the other day, I was, you know, I hit that massive exclamation mark, which is apparently a, a yes. thing for Bubsy. It's associated to Bubsy. If you make a statement in a paragraph mm. and use exclamation mark, what do you think? Bubsy. Bubsy. <laughs> Duh. See, Bubsy owns that. Synonymous. <laughs> it's like like a coin is synonymous with Mario, and a ring is yeah. synonymous with Sonic. An exclamation mark. Is synonymous with Bubsy, and which do you actually use more of? Think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think about it, Keith. Think about it. <laughs> you owe a lot to Bubsy. You don't it, I don't make that many exclamations when I'm writing. So no. Well, no. no, that doesn't surprise me. Actually, I think everyone has to these days. Otherwise, they assume if you're texting someone that you're being unfriendly or sarcastic. Oh, yeah. That's true because you can't put in brackets "I'm being sarcastic" mm. or, or "I'm being friendly." So I hate you! Mark. Exclamation mark! <laughs> exclamation mark! What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> That's a question mark. Question yes. mark. That's a, I'm not saying it wrong. You're the one who says it. Okay. So it's it, you know in essence, first Bubsy, poor Sonic clone, and every level is the same, <laughs> even though it's set in different yep. uh, things. There's uh, actually my favourite level. I, I I can't really use the word favourite with Bubsy, but my favourite level is the um, the fun fair level. With all the roller coasters and things, and you can jump around in them. That's a pretty, you know, that's not a bad level. Well, fun fair, there's an original idea for platform. Fun fair, <laughs> acrobat. No, but you know, it's it's fun, but it's the same every level. Mm-hmm. If they've taken the same structure and just put different skins on it, that's all they've done. It's tedious. But, yeah, so that's that's Bubsy mm. one. But with this kind of critical reception Ooh. that it got from mm. magazines, mm. how did it sell? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually, I think it's been erased from history because I looked for at least a good solid five minutes to try Damn. and find out to try and find out how many units that Bubsy sold. And at one point, I, I saw sixty million. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is correct. 
I thought, oh, oops, no, it's just articles relating to like so uh, NES sales. Or basically, something. everyone in the UK bought a copy. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. entire UK population. Imagine everyone in the UK buying a copy of Bubsy, and you're pretty much on it. So, yeah. yeah. So sixty. Well, let's just go with sixty million. Yeah. yeah why not? So we go with that. So if anyone wants to quote us in their podcast and things about Bubsy, Arcade Attack. Bubsy sales, <laughs> 60 million. But make sure you quote Dylan. Don't, no, no, no. Yes. <laughs> Rob. Quote Rob. Okay. So, you know, it was a pretty well-received game. Yeah. So, thus, what must you do, Adrian, after you, you make a, a half-decent game? Apparently. If you make a half-decent game, there's only one thing you can do in this situation. You give the punters more. Give the punters more. Okay, I had a different phrase in mind, but okay, give the punters more. Stuff more of that into the punters' face. <laughs> yeah. More in your face, more craziness, on yeah. more consoles, is that right? Yeah. Bubsy must be bigger, louder, and have access to a time machine. <laughs> yes, he must. Yeah, you've given, yeah, that's how you kind of do it. Um, so, Bubsy <laughs> 2. Obviously. I, did it actually have a slogan? I haven't written it down. I don't think it did. No. It what was, was just Bubsy on? 2. Ah, ooh, good question, Adrian. Uh, it was released, obviously, on the NES, the SNES, <laughs> and I'm trying to string this out, blah, 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 blah. Game Boy version. There was a Game oh, Boy version. And Mega Drive, surely. I said, did I say Mega Drive? You no. said NES. NES uh, not NES. Can you imagine NES? Oh, my God, a NES Bubsy. Oh, I don't even think about it. <laughs> it's making it's giving me chills. I would like there to be a NES Bubsy because there would be less of Bubsy shout. Bubsy shouting. Yeah, yeah mm. his, his sound bites are something I want to get onto later. Um, but yeah, so it was released on the 16-bit platforms, mm-hmm. and of course you want a 4-bit Game Boy version that's going to make Bubsy better, isn't it? Right, you can play Bubsy wherever you go in your travels. Well, that's it, yeah. yeah. Um, they were, you know, this accolade must have thought with the first Bubsy they were really onto something, because the... Uh, the development of Bubsy 2 actually started a few months before the first Bubsy was released. Confidence. And we like confidence. We do like confidence, um, but we like well-judged confidence. <laughs> so, uh, I'll open up to the table. Have you guys played Bubsy 2? Nope. No. Wow. <laughs> wow, Bubsy 1 must have made such a great impression on you guys. Um, so that kind of scratches that bit of the podcast. It's all on you, uh, Yeah. Um, well, as person presenting podcast, I have played it. And he survived. <laughs> yeah, it's um. Well, let's focus on the critical reception. That's always you know mm. we want we want a comparison. Yeah, no, we want a comparison. So, Mean Machine Sega, one of my favourite magazines, the magazine. best Sega magazine. Um, okay, um, Rob quote best Sega magazine. <laughs> right, gave the Mega Drive version a rating of eighty four. That's high. Oh, it's pretty good. It's not super high. It's pretty good. For Bubsy, for Bubsy, that is good. Solid four stars. That's a solid. Four, that's not even like a. That's a low. No, it's, it's a low four stars. That's like a solid four star. Um, <coughs> it's a solid four star. <laughs> okay, okay, moving on. Hey, it's not mega. <laughs> it's Eddie it's not a mega game. It's a solid. That's it's true. not a mega game. It's a solid. It's a not. low four. Okay, it's a high four. Sorry, sorry, uh, listeners. I did. I did do try and. Uh, Barb Rob a bit more than I should do. Right. Um, so actually, so this is this is the wording that they used as well. The sequel has cleared up all the problems in the playability stakes. Ah. Bubsy is given a chance to show us his tricks. Ah. I can think of something else to, uh, as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, electronic games. Never heard of it. Gave the SNES version an A minus. Oh, it's Ooh. not bad. 
Why would they give it a minus? I hear you ask. Uh, Could have been American. Maybe that's why you haven't heard it. That's it. And why they gave it such a high mark. Why did they give it a high mark? I think someone just made it up. I think Accolade have been right into a... Right into <coughs> Wikipedia, um, <laughs> just to like make things up. Um, GamePro mentioned them earlier again. Give the SNES version a positive review. Uh, they commit. They um, said that the new features are initially confusing. I'll get onto that in a minute. Uh, and that some of the level designs are not as charming or original as those of the first oh, game. Wow, oh, less no. original. Less original. Hmm. Okay. Um, Amazing. Oh, oh this, this is Keith. You're going to love this. Go on. They also they, they continue. Bubsy's personality is still the top draw in Bubsy 2. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. It's a selling point. Uh-huh. A new kind of adventure that's a definite change of pace for the ir- irascible feline. <laughs> I pulled a face there at Rob when I said that. I don't know why. It kind of reminds you, you know, you Despicable Me, where the minions are in it briefly, but they're the kind of big people. It right. sounds like Bubsy 2 is like, yeah, we know we've done well right. in the first one. Let's... Let's just chuck minions everywhere and make a whole film about it. That's basically, yeah. Oh, oh, wow. I think that might be the best. You like that? That's the, that's the best comparison to anything I've ever <laughs> heard. Um, but, yeah, so, again, uh, complementary to the Genesis, the Genesis slash Mega Drive version. Um, what else did they say? Uh, they like the multiple paths through each stage. I'll get onto that as well. Clever. Special items, new mini-games, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, they commented that the game is boringly easy for experienced players. These guys should be in flipping uh, esports, I tell you, um, if they're saying that. Um, so you didn't complete the game? There's, well, there's actually, they actually have some form of difficulty setting Ooh. in Bubsy 2. I didn't really get too much into it, but when you first load up the game, it has an east wing and a west wing. Wow. Much like the White House. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it, and each of the wings has like an easy, medium, hard thing. So obviously I went for the easies. Mm. And it's just a hodgepodge of levels that you can do in any order that you want. So the first bubs, you had a bit of a plot, obviously with the woolies and you have to get from there to there and go through the fun fair, have a bit of fun. Oh, yeah. What's I mean, the plot in Bubsy 2? I, I couldn't find one. But it takes place in a house. It takes place in a house that's a portal to other dimensions. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Of, of course, Rob. You should have guessed that. Yeah. Oh, Rob. Yeah. So it's it's more fun. It's more uh, like opportunity for Bubsy Japes. You love you love a Bubsy Jape. Come on. No one. No one. Okay. No one. Um, is that is that tumbleweed drifting by? <laughs> okay. So, but. I, I don't mind that. I mean, okay, I, th- I, f- I f- forget a Mickey game that Mickey Mouse game does the same thing. It's not Cast of Illusion, so is it? You Cast of Illusion, you go in the, the different doors, don't you? But yeah, and do different bits. In, and do bits of the castle. You can do them in any order, though. I think you have World of Illusion. I think you have a certain choice. Oh, God, I've got to play that game again. I think you have a certain choice. But mm. So with this, you have access to everything pretty much, and then you do oh, okay. it. But once you're in the level and you keep on dying, I couldn't find a way to get back to the menu. So if you choose a level, you better That's complete it. it. There. Oh. Yeah, you better complete it. But they're just really random. Um, there is, oh, I'm trying to remember that, like, like a music level. It's like a music, but everything's like musicy and instruments everywhere. It's pretty and, standard for a nineties platformer. Yeah, but Zorn, it's got the same. Yeah, Rayman. Yeah, exactly. It's got yeah. the same dynamics as the first Bubsy. Mm. So basically, what they've done is they've taken the first Bubsy and just gone. Let's have some random. Let's have some music random stuff. Mm. Yeah, uh, and also. Not afraid to rip, rip people off. 
There, there's an Egyptian level. <laughs> Got to have an Egyptian level. Oh, yeah, level, of course, yeah. Which is almost exactly like the Labyrinth Zone in Sonic, to the point where Bubsy slides down the little oh. river slide, exactly like it. But there's a twist. Oh, see, there's, there's no there's twist, twist in Sonic, to be fair. Where is, where is Sonic? Because Sonic's the original. <laughs> Sonic's Labyrinth level... Uh, logically f- flows down into water. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Bubsy's flows into a, a pot which can endlessly hold water. Wow. And Bubsy can jump into the pot and die. See? <laughs> See? Keith, <laughs> look, original. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're feeling this now, listeners. You're feeling mm. like. Feline this. Your feline this. Oh, oh, yes. Nice, nice. Oh, oh, I'm all kinds of amazed by that pun. Right. <laughs> so, first two Bubsy's down. That's as much as I want to say about Bubsy, too. Right. What was the third Bubsy, Adrian? <laughs> it's a certain platformer, I believe, on the uh, misunderstood 64-bit Atari Jaguar. I like how you prefix that with misunderstood. <laughs> he always does. Yeah. Mm. I think understood it all too well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Understood by us when we tried to play it around your house and died repeatedly. Mm. There's, I think off the top of my head, there's three platformers in Atari Jaguar. There is Bubsy, Zool 2, and Rayman. 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 Sorry. Not Rayman. <laughs> Rayman. <laughs> there, I'd, if, if I, help me rejigger these into good, bad, Rate bad them. Though. Rate them. Well, there's only one of them I like. So, <laughs> so, so you know. Rayman's I think there's a, yeah. there's a good, bad, and a mediocre okay. title there. Ray, Rayman is a good title. Yeah, it's very it's good. Great it, it was an exclusive for the Jaguar originally as well. It's a top-notch game. It's a brilliant platformer. I quite like Zool 2 on the Jaguar. I'm always going to defend it. You know, I, if I had my Zool t-shirt right now, I'd wear it, for goodness sake. But I have to say that Bubsy ain't brilliant. Fractured Furry Tales. That's the official title. Was the catch line. Yeah. Released in 1994, yeah. only two months after Bubsy 2. Hmm. Yeah, so quite early. Jag- Jaguar uh, owners were getting a bit, you know, a bit antsy. They were like, Where, where's our Bubsy? Where's my Bubsy? <laughs> so it was being developed at the same time as Bubsy 2. Yeah. But Bubsy 2 was really being developed at the same time before they really kind of um, did cl- um, sort of close production on the first Bubsy. I think you missed out on the best bit of trivia about Bubsy 2 because I looked on. on the Wikipedia page. Go for it. Look, apparently, the guy who's like the main kind of developer force between, behind Bubsy 1 um, was really not happy with Bubsy 2 like because oh. it was uh, kind of handed to other developers and he, he felt that these developers didn't understand the character of Bubsy. Yeah, how can you not understand this guy? His motivations. Yes. <laughs> was he just being sore because he had nothing to do with the second one? Why are there no wool? Why is there no wool or aliens in this game? Why is there no wool or aliens? <laughs> We're saying to Mister Berlin, you know, you know, we like wool and we like wool as much as you, mate. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's clearly why Bubsy Two wasn't good. And yeah, he actually said it killed the franchise, didn't he? I read that, but I didn't actually put it in my notes because I thought he was talking rubbish. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> can I? What I, the Jaguar game is okay. Actually, it looks pretty good. Um, the graphics ain't too bad, but it's nothing better than a, a decent Mega Drive. It's like 16, 16 and a half bit. Isn't yeah, it? it's got a little extra half bit to it, maybe. But it's mm. it looks nice. The, it plays okay. It in rips a way. off the level design from the first one. Yeah, yeah, you know better than me. I think. Yeah, but mm. uh, yeah, it does bring up memories of the first one. Yeah. Um, it's like they pieced together loads of bits from the first one but made it its own game, which sounds like a bit of a rip, but also like a nice homage. I'm torn. But the thing that really 
uh, grinds my gears. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a cat pun, is it? It's probably the difficulty. I just can't complete the first level. Yeah, no, me neither. We we had like a... My girlfriend did, Rebecca did. Did she finish the level? Yeah, I think she did. Uh, I know she beat us. I was amazed. She like, beat us. She's like, like some kind of demon on platformers. But even the first level, you're right, it starts in kind of sort of like a weird sort of Alice in Wonderland sort of setting. Then it yeah, goes yeah. into sort of a pyramid yeah. setting, doesn't it? Into a, like a, Egypt. You're right, it doesn't flow very well. It's yeah. like the best and worst of all, all Bubsy's put together. They brainstormed something and just stuck it all in a list. Well, look, I, it's like a fairy tale based thing, is it? Yeah, the, the first the first <laughs> yeah. level is at least. It's more like I just can't get past it. Look, again, I, I've got to be careful what I say here because we have... Because you might interview Bubsy <laughs> for Arcade Attack. Not Bubsy. We have got someone on the site right now who we interviewed who actually made this game. And look, I think he's done a half-decent job. He's made, I think, better games on his resume. Um, he's he done a lot of Jaguar games. His name is Farron Thomason, so it's, it's on the site. Check it out. And uh, I, I asked him about Bubsy. He's quite truthful about it. and but he didn't think it was particularly difficult, so I think I'm just a bad platformer. We're all just terrible gamers. We I mean. are. That's, that's the bottom line, isn't it? That's, that's what it is. It's not that Bubsy is difficult, it's just that we're rubbish. Yeah, Bubsy's just too good for us, I think, really. Mm. So, <laughs> in amongst all these japes, as Rob will now tell you, oh, no. there, was, there, was, there was a gap in the market, wasn't there? There was a gap in the market for a cartoon. Yes, A cartoon based on... Aforementioned protagonist. Well, at the time they would have had Sonic. I assume cartoon by then. Yeah, Sonic um, cartoon. Sonic came out around about the same time time as yeah. Bubsy. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, basically, and uh, yeah, basically, um, I guess the whole Bubsy character was envisaged as an overall character that people would love to kind of see in many sh- shapes and forms um, <laughs> even and you know you kind of you see Bubsy in the game you get a vague idea of his personality but it's not until you actually watch the cartoon that you get kind of a feeling of really what Bubsy's entire lifestyle and personality is like <laughs> I'd love to be his friend I have to say now Sonic the Hedgehog car- like cartoon came out the same year they have kind of some sim- similarities but I think that went on a f- they had a fair few seasons there I yeah. hated it but you know it went on quite a long time. I thought it was alright. I watched it a fair bit. Did, uh, I'll go into it later on. Yeah, but um, does anyone know how many episodes of Bubsy there were? I do. Yeah. Well, so at this point, there's three games of Bubsy made. Yes. Yeah, I'm so assuming <clears throat> three games. There's got to be more than three episodes. I reckon most cartoons, probably one season to be fair, probably 20 episodes, I'd say. Good it, guess. Because, you know, that's the problem. Probably start. Keith's guess. <clears throat> I know. Yeah. Um, it never got past the pilot. <laughs> That's a surprising. I find this very surprising. There is only 22 minutes of uh, Bubsy kind of cartoon, like, in existence. And, yeah, uh, every minute is grand, I bet. And, you know, basically, like, uh, to give you an idea of what Bubsy the cartoon is like, literally, it starts with an alarm clock with Bubsy's face on going off that's the first second of it he's in your face you can't deny that Rob yeah and from then on like just the whole kind of thing is everything's in your face and extreme with an X at the beginning (laughs) and like literally every character put together 80% of the dialogue is shouted but can you imagine getting a script for that cartoon no it's all in in capital letters don't speak yeah exclamation mark keep shouting exclamation mark yeah it's like Bobsy's personality is I would say cross between Poochie and Cristiano Ronaldo (laughs) but on on meth 
Yeah, like he's self-proclaimed everything, isn't he? I'm pretty sure he self-proclaims himself as a hero. Yes, he wrote many times. Many times that he's a hero. And Bodzi's catchphrase... What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> How many like, times do you reckon they say that? In well, the I actually counted. Well, oh, no. no. that's, that's, that's an guess. interesting stuff. Oh, my God. We have to have a guess. In 22, 22 minutes. In yeah. 22 minutes. You can't say it once a minute. That's just, that just means ridiculous. But they want to get it enough times to create that kind of persona. I'm going to say five times. I know. Dylan? I, I know that's way under it. <laughs> oh. oh, well, I'm going to go with the one a minute then. You can't. Like you 22. Can't. It's somewhere in the middle. So like 15, 16 times. times. But he only actually says it seven times. If, but he says it in the intro and in the bumper. Like, you know, when there's like an ad break. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the title of the first episode is What Could Possibly Go Wrong? <laughs> That's a great title. <laughs> and the Aardvark guy says it as well. Um, he's not an Aardvark. He is an armadillo. <laughs> armadillo, that's it. Get it right, Dylan. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Basically, Bubsy's best friend is an armadillo called Arnold the Armadillo. Can I ask a question? Did this character ever appear in any of the games? Not that I've seen, but <laughs> <laughs> no, because he was he was quite boring. Basically, oh. like um, it starts with he's having a nightmare about being hit by a truck, and this kind of thing will pop up regularly in the episode. And ba- basically, he's sleeping on Bubsy's couch because I guess that he's Bubsy's only friend. And so, like he and Bubsy wakes him up, and like you know, this armadillo is quite confused, and he goes like, "Oh, what's going on?" And Bubsy literally says, "It's me." Bubsy, <laughs> the prince of personality. It's like wow, he like, does say he's the prince of personality. This guy great, is staying yeah. in his house, and he still feels the need to introduce it's who me, he Bubsy. is. <laughs> it's what Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, but he's introducing himself it's to the I, or- Ronaldo. Yeah. Yes, to the audience. Right? Yes, to the audience. He's introducing himself because we don't know that that's Bubsy. We don't know. He's just coming in, that's what he's saying. We don't know he's no prince of personality. We didn't know he was a prince of personality until he said it. I'm actually quite glad he said that. Bubsy lives in a, an impossibly huge house like Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> I, I can only imagine because he gets royalties every time someone uses an exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the other characters in it, it's pretty routine, like, you know, kind of generic. If you can imagine the most generic cartoon in the world, he, he has, like, kind of um, a nephew and niece who are basically like, Bubsy except louder and higher pitched. More arsehole basically. Sorry for the swears. Yeah. Are we allowed to swear on this? I don't Ish. know. Bubsy's a swear word. Right Anywhere is absolutely necessary. Yeah. I think some swearing on a Bubsy podcast should be expected. And, you know, you have Arnold the Amadillo and Bubsy's ant- nemesis is um, a big, fat, relatively wealthy cat called Ali Cat. Ah, uh, clever. Is it Ali Cat? Mm. No, I think it's as an Allison. Ali yeah. Oh, okay. Cat. And she's a fat cat. Yes. Obviously. But, and she has a sidekick, a posh buzzard, and um, an posh idiotic buzzard. shrew. <laughs> idiotic shrew. Is that the name? Who's <laughs> always the buzzard. And the, yeah. the buzzard is literally the only person in the entire, like, character in the entire cast who doesn't shout every single line. You like this character best, I take it. I hate him the least. <laughs> You hate him that's, at least. Yeah. I think that's fair. He has the mean of a butler, and I guess he is a butler of, of sorts. Butlers never shout. Yeah. But anyway, um, the, basically, the plot of what there is, is there's a scientist called Virgil Reality, who... Um, I'll repeat that for the listeners. That's, <laughs> that's Virgil Reality. That's clever. <laughs> who has made um, a, a headset, like Virtual Reality headset, that basically, if you think of something, it comes true. And Bubsy wow. sees this on the TV and decides he wants to test it. 
And so, you know, they get up to hijinks. Basically, if you can, you can probably imagine, if you were to come up with a plot, it would be almost indivisible from the actual plot of the episode. Right. But, um, yeah, the ep- I mean, the show is obviously terrible. It's, board- it's borderline unwatchable. It took me three attempts <laughs> to actually get through it. <laughs> it's like, we were talking about the Sonic cartoon. I hated mm. the Sonic cartoon. But it's like, if every character in the Sonic cartoon acted like Sonic... It's like that, just constantly shouting, mm. constant buzzwords, and it's you can tell it was made in the early nineties because Bubsy is the archetype, like Poochie type, extreme character. Yeah. He's always like making wisecracks and like you know reminding the viewers of he's a hero and he's crazy <laughs> and he's this and that yeah. and he's mad, and like the soundtrack is constant electric guitar, like shredding and <laughs> like whiffing constantly, and the whole kind of color like. The way it looks is very much like Tasmania, which I think had come out a couple of years before. Yeah. Like Rocco's Modern Life, that was pilot the year before that. Everything's really kind of bright, loud, basic mm. colours. Everything's very square yeah. and angular. And it's it's hard to watch. It's hard to listen to. It's hard to sit through. Um, the interesting thing is, though, it did actually have some kind of well-known voice talent. It, talent did, to indeed. it. it, it did. did indeed, yeah. Yeah, um, Bubsy's voice was done by a guy called Rob Paulson. He did the voices of Donatello from the Turtles, uh-huh. Raphael from the Turtles, Yako uh, from Animaniacs, oh, wow. and Pinky from Animaniacs, and later Pinky and the That's Brain. That's great. Wow. And then in the supporting cast, you have... The vast majority of people wouldn't have heard of this person, but... Uh, Tress McNeil's basically been like you would know many She's of them in The Simpsons, isn't she? Yes, she oh. uh, among other stuff, she does the voices of Daisy Duck, Wilma Flintstone, Babs Bunny, Mom from Futurama. Nice. Oh wow! And she does various voices in The Simpsons, including Skinner's mom oh. and Brandine Cletus, Cletus's wife oh, yeah. <laughs> and Cookie Kwan. Brandine, <laughs> wow. You know, uh, the Number realtor. One on the West Side. Except and isn't stay the, off the West Side. <laughs> isn't the guy... I, I don't know if I'm making this up in my head and I, I didn't bother checking it out earlier, but isn't the guy who voices the buzzard Revolver Ocelot? Have I made that up? Who? Revolver From Ocelot in Metal Gear Solid. Oh, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Oh, I'm going to put it out there and say it was. Yeah. Because the buzzard sounds <laughs> very much like Revolver Ocelot. Loosely researched. <laughs> Mr. <Mistback> President. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. so, Mr. Yeah. President. I'm going to surprise you. I actually liked it. Oh, The cartoon. Mm-hmm. Explain. I thought it was... Why? I, I actually found myself laughing out loud at many <laughs> points. I think laughing at it rather than with it. Yes, but, okay. But they're, 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 I haven't actually made any notes on it, but uh, things that... Things that, that, that shrew thing is... Uh, the shrew is insatiable for food. As you know, shrews okay. are. No, yeah. That's yeah. clever. Shrew, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is it clever? That is clever. <laughs> that is clever. Hungry and like, like the shrew. And like the buzzard, <laughs> obviously, is not... not Hungry because he likes scraps. No, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to disagree with you on this. There's <laughs> there's a scene where the buzzard gets a, oh, a virtual reality yeah. headset, the actual reality headset in his head, yeah. and he conjures everyone into a big like cauldron so he can cook them up and eat them. Well, he wants to cook up the niece and the nephew who are no, they're literally all the other characters are in the cauldron. Oh, is it? I missed that bit. <laughs> is that he's, chasing... he's hungry or because he hates them and wants them to die? I think. Hmm. Well, it could be either or both. Yeah. yeah. Well, Revolver Ocelot was never the nicest guy, was he? Let's be honest. I love how you've tried to shoehorn some Metal Gear Solid in just so I don't run away. I know. Don't Thanks, run man. away, kid. Don't run away. 
But yeah, the the editing is pretty bad. I I I don't know. It it has a weird allure. It's got a charm. It has a. I can't explain it. I actually I actually kind of wish they made another one. Like I say, it's kind of it's very much of that early nineties. Like everything's super fast. It's like Tasmania. Yeah. Or like Rockers, but like the whole kind of like random wall to wall kind of thing. Mm. They have this uh, kind of ongoing trope where Bubsy will say something and there'll be like a piece of black and white stock footage yeah. gets inserted in for what? some reason. Yeah. It's, you know, it's something that can only happen in mm. that point in time in mm. cartoons. Bubsy's a bully as well. He basically bullies poor little armadillo man oh, bless him. and bullies mm. everyone See, that, that he doesn't can bully. surprise me. Bubsy's basically acts like you would expect a vicious animal with an exclamation mark on his t-shirt <laughs> to act. Yeah. Oh, and what he does to Virgil reality with the pants. He basically grabs his braces. This is the guy who's made this awesome headset that he wants to try it out. I'm Bubsy. I'm a hero. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to pull your braces as far back as I can and then snap them Ooh, on that's... you so that your trousers fall down. Thanks, Bubsy. I thought that was oh. I thought that was entertaining, but also harsh. The only amusing bit of the cartoon was that there was a lesser character who kept getting Bubsy's name wrong, and every time oh, yes. every time it happened, Bubsy would not would also go, go. Actually, it's Bubsy. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite funny when she calls him Booby. I think. <laughs> Sorry. If, if you had it a drinking funny. game, and every time Bubsy's name was said, how many drinks would you drink? And well, he says it quite a lot himself. Yeah, you would die it's of it's alcohol me, poisoning before the first. <laughs> wow, I've been twenty-two minutes. Everyone, yeah, is, everyone keeps saying Bubsy's name over and over again. Yeah, in case you forget, they do. like Poochie. Question then: If you were given the opportunity to recommission this cartoon, and is it Accolade? Is it Accolade? And Accolade get a mention after the. The, the pilot's finished as well. Do they now? Because it's, it's their trademark and it's their character. This, and they, is, they this said is their fault. Sorry. This is their fault. And they said, Rob, look, we, wanna, we think the first episode was all right, but it's 2017 now. What are you going to do to turn this cartoon around? You were given the money to do it. Would you take on the opportunity? Well, uh, I think we're going to get on to where Bubsy is in 2017 uh, <laughs> nice. a bit later on. So I'll come back to that. Okay. <laughs> Slyly done there, Rob. Yeah. But I believe uh, after the third Bubsy game, there is another game that came out. Oh, I love the way you segued that. <laughs> oh, smooth. It's like smooth, like Knight Rider. It's like the opposite of Bubsy. <laughs> He's not smooth, is he? Let's be honest. Bubsy 3D. Oh! Forbidden Planet. Yeah, I like that as well. <laughs> it's the best bit about this whole game. So before we get on to the gameplay, what is mm. the plot of Bubsy 3D? <laughs> well, oh, it's, I'm going to spin it back actually a bit. A bit before I get on to the plot, I'm going to give you, I give the listeners a bit more background before I probably go into it. But um, it actually takes up most of my notes. I'm just showing you no, no. <laughs> how many notes I've got on the game. So. Just, I'd just like to point out we've already been talking about Bubsy for an hour. Keith, so. Keith, hang, stick Maybe with me. Skip, listen, on skip to listen, the end. Skip to the end. <laughs> Bubsy 3D is not very good. <laughs> so, um, it is a 3D game mm. released on the PlayStation oh, yeah. in the USA November, uh, in November 1996. The PAL version came out in August 1997. What? <laughs> I don't 
know if this is co- I want to say this is correct, but wow. I couldn't find out why it was delayed so much. But um, I've got a rather nice article that I'm referring to in Retro Gamer from two, um, February or March this year, so which Adrian gave to me as a present. Yeah. So this podcast is all his fault because it actually gave me the idea to pick up Bubsy 3D. Oh, really? And then to start, yes. Um, okay, <laughs> look, you can stop giving him daggers now. <laughs> so, it's the only Bubsy game to date that's in 3D. Ooh. That's impressive. To date. To date. Mm. Rob's impressed. Yeah. Rob, man, calm down. <laughs> when, you, when you load up the game... The intro is actually quite half promising. This is you've, true. You've got a um, 3D accolade logo. You've got a 3D eidetic logo. It's going. It's going well. Then it goes wrong. <laughs> it goes crazy wrong. So this all takes place on the Woolies' home planet. Ah, I so like this. the Woolies have been coming to Bubsy's planet, messing the proverbial up. Now. It's flipped. It's flipped, Keith. Come on. I'm going I'm to basically use this podcast as a way to entice Keith to play Bubsy 3D more. So they're having a meeting. What are they having a meeting about? Wool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sharpest tool in the box. <laughs> so the gang leader, I want to say Woolio, um, waffles away after clearly smoking too many Benton and Hedges. <laughs> Interspersed with this weird electro-type character. You've all seen it. I've all made you watch it. Yes, yeah. This weird electro character, which is a bit like Electro from Marvel, but on just mental, basically. Yeah. An, an, actual, an actual electricity. He doesn't actually have a, a physical form. So he's going a bit mad. They're all getting a bit irate about... Wouldn't you? Yeah. They're all getting a bit irate about a certain bobcat. And who can blame them? Called Booby. No, Bubsy. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, they're, they're saying, okay, we've got to take him down, basically. Mm. We've got to take down this Bubsy guy. Yeah, come on, let's do it. And then all of a sudden, stuff starts rumbling. And uh, who, who busts in, Keith? Who has somehow got to this, like, magical planet? <laughs> Bubsy. <laughs> Bubsy. <laughs> so, wait a minute. The plot of Bubsy 3D is the same as the plot of Starship Troopers. It's, what? I suppose it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he basically going to the aliens' home planet to, um, you know... Hunt them down. We've been looking at it all along. It's really a political satire. Yes. Yeah, it's got levels, layers. Bubsy 3D political satire. (laughs) (laughs) It has a two-player mode. Oi. Yay, what? I don't know how it worked. I didn't find anyone who played with me. (laughs) (laughs) You control another bobcat. No one wants to play with me. I want to say you control two bobcats and it's a bit like World of Illusion, but better. That's what I want to say. That's what I want to say. But better. Well, that's what I want to say. So... Here's my critical analysis now Ooh. of Bubsy 3D. It looks cheap, man. The whole, the it whole looks thing, unfinished. It looks mm. unfinished. The presentation is all over the place. It's extremely mm. bland. Uh, and gone wrong. There are lots of just backgrounds. They're just one colour. The They're whole just, screen just of one colour. I'll, I'll get onto the levels in a minute. Don't worry <laughs> about that. But I'm talking about the, the presentation around the game itself is rubbish. It has a password system as opposed to actually being able to save on a PlayStation yeah, this card. is 1997, this apparently. Is, this is 1996-97, okay. but it would have been late 97 yeah. by the time we would have had it playing it. Uh, but yeah, so it's... it's But they're staying true to the 16-bit original, uh, aren't yes, they? Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there is an option. Ooh, there's an option. Oh, we are options. Yeah, we do. Like, there's no difficulty setting, right? <laughs> But there's an option to turn the speech off 
Oh no, who would ever do a, that? A blessing. That is a blessing. <laughs> turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, turn it, really, really, really turn it off. Uh, just just imagine the cartoon on drugs and you'll, you'll, you'll get a bit of an idea as to what you've got to um, put, you know, put yourself forward for. Um, the training level, which is uh, the first level, yes. uh, is the most fun you'll have in the game. <laughs> in the game. Okay? Because nothing attacks you and you can just bounce around. Noticing how garish everything is. Mm-hmm. Rob? Yeah, uh, it's 3D, but... Basically, it's kind of like one of those really... It's 3D in the same way that I guess you could say the video for Money for Nothing is 3D. Okay. Like, it's just big and blocky, just squares of colour. But see, back then, that was like, whoa, yeah. hello. Mm. Whereas now it's, well, even in 96 slash 97. It's like two or three years after things like Virtua Fighter and Virtua Racer. This thing had come out in the arcade. Yeah, same time as Tomb Raider. Uh, it's yeah. Come on, Tomb Raider was out, people. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I just I will. I'm gonna. I promise not to get irate when I read out some of the uh, the quotes from the Retro Gamer magazine. But Ooh. I will, I will <laughs> hold it back. Hold it back. So yeah, it, there's no textures. In fact, I noticed maybe one texture on the floor slightly. There's like a ripple <laughs> on the floor. Uh, that, was, that was that was the texture, the, the texture in in Bubsy 3D. But, but Dylan, you're forgetting they're on an alien planet. This alien planet may not have any textures. So you might be <laughs> I'm thinking yes, um, <laughs> but I'm thinking I'm going to dispel that. Later. Okay, okay. Uh, I picked this game up for how much do you think I paid for it, Keith? Two pounds. Ah, that was the the retail, but <laughs> the, the um, retro game base in Streatham, RIP, yeah. uh, was having a closing down sale, and I got it for near enough a pound because I had forty percent off it. Nice. So, you know, bargain of the the year, maybe? No, no, we you know. Okay, so retro gamer, obviously, they've got a lot more clout than us. They can get whoever they want on there, and so they found one of the lead developers. <laughs> Richard Ham. Richard, Richard, Richard. Right. Okay. So he was, before he joined um, the eidetic uh, accolade kind of fiasco, he was... Dream Team. Dream, sorry. Dream Team. Uh, he was a Nintendo counsellor. Oh, wow. So he was on the hotline oh, okay. and he was obviously a very good gamer. Hmm. So he had to know the games back to front. So he's seen bits of Bubsy that I will never, ever see nor never will want to see. It's like a song. It's, <laughs> you've seen bits of Bubsy that, that you never, never want to see. <laughs> Help me, Richard, would you please? <laughs> anyway, don't someone rip that off because that's mine. Uh, copyright, I'll attack. Right. So this, so this guy was obviously extremely good at computer games. So Bubsy 3D has a ridiculous difficulty curve. It's uh, to the point where I couldn't actually finish the second level. Did and, we all, and I give it a go. Yeah, we all got stuck on the same bit, didn't we? No, you all got stuck on the training level, didn't you? <laughs> no, no, I got, there I were I enemies level on two. that level. Yeah, but they didn't shoot anything. It was just they a collision. You? Hold on, I'll get onto that. Oh. <laughs> it was very hard to jump on their heads and not get killed. I'll yeah. also get onto that. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you guys got stuck on the training level. I got stuck on the second. Oh, no, you got... Ah, because you got to the funny electro thing. Yeah. Yeah, I did, yeah. Ah, that was an actual level level. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so it... His, his first excuse... 
All right. Actually, his first statement was, and I quote, we knew we weren't going to do well. Oh, no. Well, if you're starting a project... That's oh. not really what you want your one of your lead developers to say, is it? Mm. Uh, it apparently stems from Idetic not having enough resource at the time of starting the project. Mm. That's odd, isn't it? Not having enough resource to start a project, yet starting the project. Mm. Good, Some good decisions yes, going on good here. business sense. Uh, second quote from Richard. Uh, I think of myself as a Bubsy survivor. Wow. wow. We're all survived playing it, so I think <laughs> yeah, that's just as bad. Um, the garish look, the garish look of the game, right? Actually, it boils down to a decision they made to go high res, high resolution. It's like commonplace now, isn't it? Everything's trying to go yeah. high res. The higher the res, the better. Yeah. So that's they. They chose that. They chose that. Okay. Now, clever people, hashtag. Capcom went for lower res, higher texture. You, you could have both, depending though. Virtua Fighter 2 on the Saturn runs in high resolution. Mm. And it's got much more detailed backgrounds mm. and mm. characters than. Always oh, picking up the Saturn. Mm. Well, someone's got it now. <laughs> Just stating the facts. Just stating the facts. To, to, oh, to come back on that point, it's a beat em up. That's sort of in a square. It hasn't got these massive, amazing, sprawling levels that Bubsy, the Bubsy, <laughs> but this open world Bubsy 3D game has, Keith. Yeah. Um, so, so Richard actually explains why um, there are no textures. So he says, major portions of it are untextured because all the memory was committed to the resolution. Ooh. Right. Okay. So, decision they've made has led to there being no textures. Okay, good one, Richard. Okay. Uh, why? Seriously, okay. Oh, and he goes on to say, we couldn't build what we wanted to build, right? Uh, on our development kit, Bubsy would work fine. But on oh. the retail kit, which was an anemic piece of crap, oh. <laughs> it didn't. If you saw the in-house build with colours and checkered walls... They look great together. Okay. So he's just called the PlayStation an anemic, anemic piece, piece of, of crap. crap. Um, in his defence, like... Tread, there care- is another, tread carefully, Robert. <laughs> there was another 3D platform that came out around about the same time as Bubsy 3D on a different system. And that was Mario 64. Again, uh, I'm going to go into that, but thank you for raising it as a point. But yeah, no, say what you need to say about Mario 64. Yeah, I mean... I'm sure you'll get on to it later on. There's a very key point why Mario 64 apparently also derailed what they were doing with Bubsy 3D. Um, and it actually... Okay, actually, before I go into that bit, I will say that um, why on earth was their development kit a lot more powerful mm. than the PlayStation? Why? Adrian? Probably because... They're idiots. No, <laughs> no, they're trying to make the best game possible. I think you know. But I blame them. yeah, but what's the point in having a dev kit for a system that's way more powerful than than the actual system? The actual system. Like trying to make a NES game in the Mega Five Hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Ta-da, that. Yeah. But conversely, it's trying to make 
um, Atari Jaguar games with Atari STs, isn't it? That's like the, that's the flip side. <laughs> it's like, you know, trying to make like, you know, under spec computers make Jaguar games. This is like trying to make, you know, a gaming PC make a PlayStation game. Yeah. So, well done, Richard. You guys are doing a good job so far. Um, so, yeah, the we've talked about, obviously, the textures, so mm. lack thereof. Um, the He then actually says, to cover that up, they had to bring the fog, fog, fog. Bring the fog. Fog. It destroyed the it destroyed the sensation, uh, but it doesn't cover up the horrendous gameplay, Richard. No, which we're now going to go into, right? So it it that like that. I've actually written down my comparison was trying to make Doom for the Master System, <laughs> or Duke and Three D for the Mega Drive, which was done, wasn't it? Remember? Was oh, done. yeah, it was. They, it was they, terrible. They did it. It was. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah, try doing Duke Nukem 3D on the Master System, and then here we go, Bubsy. Uh, so, what do you guys remember about the control system? Uh, yeah, very hard to control. You can return. I mean, Couldn't like turn. you could kind. Of, it was hard to actually, yeah, just turn around or go in different directions. Just moving him generally mm-hmm. was a pain. I tried playing for about two or three minutes and just had to go put it down and do something else. Okay. That's that's a fair, that's a fair point. Tank controls, yeah. Mm. Tank controls, right? Uh, the DualShock controller for the PlayStation only came out. I found out in November 1997. Mm. So they were using the D-pad. Mm. You can't blame them, then, really. Well, uh, Tomb Raider, much? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, they they actually he actually lays blame at the Nintendo 64's analog stick. Why? Because they had that, and that's what made Mario 64 that playable. How on earth we've been using D pads for 360 forever. games forever, Richard? Yeah. Are you being serious? I'm wondering. Like the guys at Retro Gamer were just listening to him, kind of like rattle all this stuff off and going. Oh man, we have to print this. We have to be nice to this guy. Like, he's crazy. He's crazy. But well, we kind of have to kind of. You know. I think it's more sometimes you're interviewing someone. If they're talking quickly, you only really pick these things up when you go back to it. And when you back. transcribe it, mm. <laughs> they must have been like, "Oh my god, jeez, he didn't no, just say that." No, but didn't. In all honesty, though, this guy probably had quite a small dev team with him. Mm. They're trying their best. It sounds like he didn't have that much experience before Bubsy 3D. Do you know what their inspiration for this game was? A first-person shooter called Jumping Flash, which oh, had, oh, I know Jumping Flash, which had Doom, which has Doom-style controls. Mm. Mm. This is what the, that that was the yeah, I've that seen was that. I've seen that, and it's it's supposed to be quite good. It's another early PlayStation game, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it basically their equation, and we're going to build up maths, build up maths today is Bubsy plus Doom equals Bubsy three D. <laughs> that's wow. what that's what they got. That's what they got. Um, so, so he says, um, you know, obviously, you know, Mario 64 had that. And I think it is unfair to compare Bubsy 3D to Mario 64 because Nintendo know what they're doing. That's they, true. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's unfair because Eidetic and Accolade clearly didn't know what the hell mm. they were doing. Um, and then Nintendo obviously have a history of knowing what they're doing. Um, it, I think I've, I've made a note here that it would be great if you were tripping. Now, Arcade Attack does not condone the use of drugs no, no. and or alcohol for recreation. No, no, no. Okay, but Bubsy 3D 
while stone would be hilarious. <laughs> or tolerable. Tolerable, man. It'll be just trippy. <clears throat> but, you know, you've seen the, the electro thing. Yeah. Um, all the, you know, the, the bits of levels that really shouldn't go with each other. The bits that you can actually leap over mountains and things mm. and not die. And if you're, if you're tripping, though, would you rather not watch the cartoon? I would not want any access to any Bubsy-related content. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to have a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, it would be, be quite interesting. You wouldn't have... You'd actually have less control of this crazy acceleration, which they've brought across from mm. the 16-bit games. So he has a crazy, like, turning arc. If you press up on the D-pad, he starts running like a mentalist. You can't really move left or right with any kind of precision, so you have to stop. You have to stop and shuffle and turn him round like a tank and then shuffle him forward. Yeah. And then the jumping, Rob. Tell us more about the jumping. This is beginning to hurt. Just talking about Bumsy. <laughs> Basically, you're meant, like many platform games, you're meant to destroy bouncing, the enemies yes. by bouncing their head. <laughs> but because the controls are so inexact, it's hard to actually land on their heads as opposed to right in front of them where you immediately die. Yep. That is, he's hit it right on the head. The camera angle. The camera, the camera has a mind of its own. Yeah. It will go straight above you when you're jumping, so you're looking at Bub, Bubsy's scalp whilst trying to sort of pinpoint. It's like trying to land a helicopter. Every time you you kind of he takes off, you're trying to land a helicopter. You miss. The you woolly die. hits you. He, Bubsy goes all crazy and he dies. But he does have humorous ways of dying. Oh, yeah. Again, that yeah. makes it all better. That makes it better because the ways you can torture this guy. This <laughs> is one redeeming. Feature. It is one redeeming the the one the he one redeeming creature. Because again, a hilarious one is him drowning. Again, we <laughs> do not condone the drowning of cats. No, no, no. except Definitely if not. it is Bubsy. Bubsy, right? Okay. So the lack of textures means that you can just walk into water. <laughs> In fact, the water water looks like a bit of floor. Yeah. So you'll walk into it and you'll see the cutscene for him drowning and you'll go, how the hell did that happen? <laughs> you know, his name, that should be his catchphrase. It should be, how the hell did that happen? <laughs> true. Okay. Um, and he do, but he doesn't, in this game, he doesn't die when he's falling from a great height, which I found an odd, an odd thing because you can jump from said mountains <laughs> and things and land on near the water and still survive. To be fair, you could say how the hell did that happen? We don't know because none of us had the sound up. <laughs> we, all, we all, yeah, um, yeah. The speech is really bad. Um, he says stuff like "my oh my, great going wing man." This guy gives stupid a bad name. <laughs> Sounds like an Adam Sandler film, doesn't it? Bubsy 3D gives games a bad name. All oh, right, fair enough. I have a feeling that there's a Venn diagram with those two audiences. <laughs> Bubsy <Bob's laughs> <somewhere. laughs> No, to be fair, some of the earlier Adam Sandler films are pretty good. Agreed. But... Oh yeah, like Water yeah. up until yeah. Waterboy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, you know the garishness of the game hurts your eyes. I couldn't look after, I couldn't look at it after about five ten minutes. I need to have a sit down and stare at the ceiling or something. Uh, he can glide again. Hey, we like gliding, but he can't. It doesn't glide. He oh. just he makes the gliding animation, but he doesn't actually glide. He just still falls. Well, <laughs> he still falls, Adrian. No, Buzz Lightyear was falling with style. That's what Bubsy's doing as well. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> um, he's using the buzz defense again he yeah. is yeah yarn yeah, yarn where's the yarn where's the yarn in Bubsy 3D cube there is yarn isn't it do you guys no do you guys, no, do you guys like remember what you it's the electron thing isn't it yeah 
you collect atoms. Atoms. That's, you know, because woolies won't Up have and that. Then. No, that, that is a that is a, a that is a logical conclusion because um, woolies won't have their planet won't be full of wool, is it? They've been well, no. They come for they've come for the wool. Yeah, so they have to have something for themselves. It's atoms, Keith. Mm. It's, they have atoms. <laughs> right? So... Oh, it's never really it's like Surely it's going to take We're chemistry. talking Keith by now. It's going to take Bubsy a long time to collect every atom. Up and add them, indeed. Um, uh, so, you can actually shoot the atoms as well. Good. Which Retro Gamer listed as being a small iteration that gave players a greater sense of control. It didn't. (laughs) You, if you miss a woolly with one of these atoms, as you will do because the collision detection is horrendous, you'll hit a wall and you'll kill yourself because the atom will come back. (laughs) Wait, is that true? You'll kill yourself. I did it multiple times, multiple, multiple times. So thanks, retro gamer. That's another one for you. Um, No, they were trying to defend their interview. To be fair, weren't they trying to look on the bright side? Maybe that's true. That's true. Um, Well, you know. I, I, you could blame the, the crazy camera, yeah. couldn't you? But I think Richard has an excuse for that. <laughs> so let's see. We'd, uh, I quote Richard Ham. We'd made these huge levels that the tech couldn't handle. Uh, <laughs> but what really... Why? Oh, here we go. Oh, Keith, you're going to love this. You're going <laughs> to love this, right? But what really killed the chance of the game being any good was that it was being developed for PlayStation and Saturn at the same time. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. There he is, Saturn boy getting angry again. <laughs> yeah, there we go. This is the reason I picked on you today. <laughs> <laughs> um, thankfully, it was cancelled. Richard, I don't hear Capcom complaining mm. about making Resi Evil 1 on both of those consoles. You did, and you actually made quite a bit of a point about it, but that doesn't really surprise me. So... <laughs> so, but he, but he, some real enmity here. <laughs> no, but Dylan, what, if you make a game, yeah, and it's not very good, uh, and you're still, you know, you you put your life and soul into the game, like a good few months of your life into the game, you try and defend it. Twenty years later, of course you would. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to I, I, kind of keep his keep his reputation not for being completely shit. Oh, t- um, <laughs> right, sorry, I swore again. Sorry, my bad. Um, so, right, you know, it was cancelled. Thank. Thankfully, thankfully, yep. Thankfully. Um, I mean, being less powerful than the PlayStation, goodness knows what it would have looked like. How much fog would they have had to put in They that should game? have waited for the PlayStation 2. That was their biggest right. problem. That's it, exactly. Uh, he also <laughs> blames a game that they had, Accolade had in development called Jumper, which was then canned as well, so they could focus on Bubsy 3D. So Jumper, the Saturn... Um, Dev kit, anemic piece of crap. Likes to play the blame game. Dog days homework. This guy's this guy's all about the blame game. Um, So barring the the bog awful speech, it's got some of the worst music I've heard in a video game. Uh, My note here reads: It's like circus meets ghost house. So they've taken the circus thing, ghost house. If they'd have put fun fair in there as well, they they would have had a winner. But then you put two of the two of the three in there the so yeah. yeah no you don't want to listen to the game no. please don't okay. uh, it took two minutes to load the second level that I got stuck on two minutes which is called cla- claustrophobic I like the puns claustrophobic nah they're getting progressively worse <laughs> it's impossible to feel claustrophobic because the levels are so flipping huge they're in fact they're like 
They are like yeah. a big sprawling 3D mess of the first levels games. The, the first games levels. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, come on, yeah, I'm selling it to you. Mm, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can't. So, very true to the originals. So, you've got to give it that. Give Bubsy 3D that. Well, uh, rubbish. This, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I think, like, in defense, there weren't many good platform, 3D platform games around that time apart yeah. from Mario. Tomb Raider? Tomb Raider. There weren't lots. Well, but they the were Sonic games to... all suck. Yeah, were, uh, at that point, no, at that point, there weren't really any proper Sonic ones. There was Sonic, Sonic 3D. Sonic 3D is better than this. Yeah, Sonic 3D is much better. <laughs> it's still a bad, bad game. Yeah. Sonic 3D was on a 2D machine. PlayStation was known to be a 3D <laughs> machine, and it's better than this. Um, but every cloud has a silver lining. <gasps> I knew you'd save the best for last. Every cloud has a silver lining. What series of games have Idetic made? I don't read my notes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Ah, it's a good question, right? It's a good question. I'll ask Rob first, because obviously Rob doesn't No, do I need you to give me some kind of clue. That's it, okay. <laughs> Metal, Metal Gear-esque. Siphon filter. Boom! Ah. Adrian wins the award for jumping the gun. But yeah, there you go. I didn't read your notes, so there you go. Woo! Well done. That's a good answer. So Gabe Logan. Gabe yeah. Logan and... Uh, I forgot the name of the lady. Logan, yeah. yeah, three good games. Yeah. Three good games. And mm. so I did do that. So, but... When you play Siphon Filter, what does it use to move around? The Bubsy 3D engine. Does it? I. It doesn't actually say it, but you control Gabe Logan with the D-pad and actually move him around like that. It's as if they've learned from all the mistakes of Bubsy 3D to give birth to Siphon Filter. Okay, so... Every cloud, like you say. The um, the first person bits yeah. when you're in Gabe Logan and doing that are very much like that atom thing. It's so looking back on it, it they're so similar, but yet you know leagues apart. Mm. But that's it. It get Bubsy 3D. Actually, you could say gave birth to Siphon. Are you something. telling me this Bobcat sacrificed himself in the water that never appeared out of nowhere? Yes, to give you cyber filter. <laughs> yes. Well, we should salute Bubsy as a hero, then, shouldn't we? Bubsy 3D, one of the <clears throat> worst games ever, gave birth to, I don't know, maybe one of my favourite. I like Siphon Filter, actually. I think it's, a, it's underrated, actually. I, yeah, there you go. Well, I guess that's a little controversial, but yeah. I won't say it. I think it's only fair that I wrap this up because Rob is going to hit me in a minute. But um, Richard, Richard finishes by saying, I'm still proud of Bubsy 3D. <laughs> Kids writing reviews for magazines didn't have any idea about what went into making games. Or kids doing podcasts. Or kids doing podcasts. Yeah. Richard, they don't need to. They're just playing the damn things, right? They have other things to compare it to. But, mm-hmm. but sorry, sorry, Richard, sorry. I'll just I'll let you finish. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, Worse than Heisen. <laughs> Richard! Right. <laughs> to them, their responses were justified. To, to us, it was bullshit, and Bubsy deserved better. Ooh. Did he? <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> I think I thought Bubsy deserved better than you lot, right? Which oh. brings me to the final bit of this podcast. Oh no! <laughs> the timing of this is quite. Did he really first. say that? Yes, he really did. Richard Ham, you know, if you didn't do Siphon Filter, classy guy. I wouldn't have anything to do with you, but anyway. Um, so, Bubsy rides again. No way. There's a new Bubsy. There's a new Bubsy game coming out. There no is a oh, no. new Bubsy on the horizon. What's it called? What's it called, guys? What's it called? It's, it's going to have some kind of fur thing in it. Have you got a pun? No. 
No, no. Not, not a third thing. Oh, Bubsy 4D. No. That was a big thing a few years ago, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, but good guess, but no. Mm. There's actually no, there's no pun. Mm. Huh. There's no pun. Are you telling me Bubsy's matured a bit since his payday? <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> well, it's actually called The Woolies Strike Back. Ooh. Unfortunately, not a return to the high street for Woolworths, but <laughs> <laughs> but Woolies are back, and it's made it's made Sorry. by Black Forest Games, right? Never Ger- heard of them. German developer. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm gonna give you. I'm, I'm gonna say two words to Adrian. Gianna Sisters. Oh, <laughs> these are the guys responsible for the awful reboots of that franchise that have come out recently. Huh. The Gianna sisters, for not for those of you who don't Gianna? know, Gianna? Gianna, 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 Gianna sisters. Gianna, how do you pronounce it? Gianna. Oh, yes, Gianna. Gianna. No, G, yes, a G, 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 G sound. So, for people like um, for like our Rob who don't know anything about it, the Gianna sisters was a ripoff of Mario on the Amiga, and I think the new release on the PC was it just the Amiga. I think it was just. The uh, it was almost a pixel by pixel ripoff of mm. Mario, but instead of Mario. Um, an Italian male we had Gianna an Italian female With, so, and they were sisters yeah and they were sisters I didn't oh yeah of course because they're brother Mario brothers and so you've got <laughs> the Gianna sisters, sisters. Yeah. Um, there's been several reboots of said um, Nintendo that's a whole that's a whole other thing read go to our website read Adrian's lovely article on Gianna sisters um, but yeah essentially there it's bad could, could it's Bubsy, bad in this could this Bubsy be like a reboot of some like popular platform right now or is it almost like the old days <laughs> I saw the trailer for it, and it looked like much like Sonic Mania. Ooh, okay, it's kind of you know it's the same kind of thing as that. Like they souped up the graphics, still a two D thing. Yeah, but oh, two point it's two point five D. Ah, so okay. yeah, Rob, yeah, Rob pretty much nailed it there. So it's like one of these. Um, a lot of you, a lot of you guys out there will be Steam gamers, and there's been this whole raft of indie game developers making like easy to publish two D games, but doing it in this two point five D. We like that. we like that's that. That's exactly what this Bubsy game is. So, yeah, great. I think um, it's... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go on. I was going to say, it's very timely because we're now... There was obviously a big 80s nostalgia thing a few years back, but mm. now the 90s nostalgia thing is there. We actually have the technological tools to actually make more of like what we liked before. There's a new Rockers Modern Life series coming out, oh. like set in present day. And Bunky, you know, like the only thing is watching this whole trailer, like Bobsy just talks incessantly throughout the actual game. (sighs) And what I'm wondering is everyone knows how much people in general hate Bubsy why do they make him talk more with every game? (laughs) I don't know, they're just stupid. I think he's desperate for attention. I think we gotta love Bubsy. You got um, him, him. Mm. wait. Can I ask a question then? Is this yeah. available? When's it going to be made? When's it coming ah, out? I'm glad you are. So, it's actually release date is September 2017. Ooh. So, by the time we I released, didn't know it was so soon. It's literally, as I'm speaking, it might even be out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, does it look special? I, to me, I'm having not, seen not a lot seen of games it. recently, <laughs> no. <laughs> but no. you're willing to give it a chance. Yes, and Bubsy's voice is back. Yes. Bubsy's voice, and I think possibly the voice actor from someone who's done him before is back. <laughs> so <laughs> he just goes to the game going, What could possibly go wrong? I'm Bubsy! <laughs> <laughs> Cue everything going wrong. Um, so uh, it's, re- it's being released on Steam, obviously, because yes, it's yeah. like a Steam. Pre order, pre order, do it. And also <laughs> PS4. Ooh. So, Keith, I'll be expecting review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's basically that's, that's, that's what I have to say about Bubsy. 
Um, That's not enough. We want to hear more about Bubsy. No, shush. <laughs> I figured we'd have just like a, a little bit of a, a sort of a fi- final thoughts on Busby before before I end the podcast. Busby. So Matt, so Matt. Busby. So gentleman. Matt Busby. Gentleman. He's a gentleman and a scholar. A Bubsy. Keith, final thoughts. I've, I've said enough. You've said enough. I don't need to put the boot in anymore. Okay. I hate you, Bubsy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, final thoughts. I hate Bubsy's character. <laughs> <laughs> the games weren't really that good either, and I can't believe they're making a fifth no, Bubsy yeah. game. Yeah. Um, Adrian, thoughts on Bubsy? I feel a bit sorry for him, really. I think he means well. Adrian's just too nice. He's no, the I, nice guy. No, I do Bubsy think... is the Robbie Savage of video game characters. <laughs> <laughs> for, our, for our American listeners, Robbie Savage is a very annoying ex-footballer. <laughs> yeah, but still kind of lovable in a way... I don't know. I think Bubsy's misunderstood. I'm gonna I'm gonna defend him a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna say that if Bubsy not around my house, said, "Oh, can I crash on the sofa tonight? I've got nowhere to stay." I'd let him stay over. But he wouldn't do he that. Wouldn't he would do keep that. you awake and yeah. jump in your bed and constantly want attention and constantly tell him you that he was Bubsy. Yeah, the prince of personality. He wouldn't yeah. knock on the door and ask humbly for somewhere to sleep. He'd knock on the door and go, "It's me, Bubsy. I'm awesome. Hey, let me your sleep on the sofa." Pal. Yeah. Hey, old buddy, old pal. Yeah, yeah actually. Uh, yeah, see, so now you're thinking what that would be like. I'd grip and my teeth thinking, and bring no, it on. Yeah. I'd pretend I know, Dylan. I've got a bit of a love-hate relationship with Bubsy, I think. It's, Fair enough. It's, you know... I don't know. I'd, I'd give, him a, give him a glass of milk. And okay. be on your way, maybe. Then. Do you know what I would do? I would drug his drink, <laughs> then put him in a plastic bag and throw him in the river. Pretty dark. We do not condone that, That's by the way. That's pretty dark. He drowns loads of times in the game. He has Again, no lives. We do, we, not do condone, yeah. we do not condone the drowning of cats, except if it's Bubsy. Or if it's in the lyrics of Richard Ashcroft, The Verve. The drugs don't work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking that out. <laughs> no. no <laughs> and also, and also and apology, apology to Robbie Savage, hashtag Welsh. No. Nationals. No, no, I, I like him because I'm I he if because he's Welsh because he's Welsh and yeah he was our sort of our uh, last line of defence. So wrapping it up, um, I also hate Bubsy, <laughs> 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 and there's only one way to finish the podcast. Rob, do the honours. No, I'm not doing it again. We've had. Can <laughs> I go now? What could possibly go wrong? Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK, at Keith Barlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Arcade Attack UK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top tens, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and from SoundCloud and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes where you can also leave us a review and a rating which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.